This is 105.9 The Region. There are so many ways of communicating these days, but nothing seems to beat the one-on-one. This is In Conversation with Ann Romer. Welcome to In Conversation. Thank you for being with us. This show is, in my view, upfront, up close, and magical. It's been a long and winding road for world-famous and self-taught interior designer, incredibly successful television host, best-selling author, and highly respected executive producer, Debbie Travis. The long and winding road. leads us to her door halfway around the world. Debbie Travis has created a whole new life for herself under the Tuscan sun, and she is sharing it with those of us who want, need to escape, relax, and learn. Debbie Travis joins us now from Italy. Debbie, thanks for being with us in conversation. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you, Anne. It's great. Debbie, when did you first fall in love with Italy? Oh, gosh, such a great question. Well, when I was filming my first television show, which was The Painted House, we, um, you know, we did very well. And as, as the years went on, the budget went up and we started to travel to different countries and show the style and design of that country. And then we would come back and, uh, you know, renovate somebody at home's house around that style. And one of the countries we went to was Italy. And I was, I was just got and, and everything I saw and the people and so we had this little dream we didn't have much money and we had a young family and, and we said well you know one day we'll get a holiday house here you know if we do okay and you know we had this dream rustling around in especially in my brain and um And then we started to rent houses, which is a wonderful way for people to have a family holiday. And so we would rent with other families, friends, and all the kids. And, you know, the more we came, the more we really um, appreciated the, the lifestyle and, and, but we didn't know where, and this is, um, you know, compared to Canada, it's a very small country, but it varies from region to region to region. Even if I go around onto the next street, the, the, the vista and the, the vegetation and everything can change. So we didn't know where, so we started to kind of put pins in maps and, and, and start searching and get agents, real estate agents and stuff. And, and we, we just fell in love with a valley. And um, so it, it kind of started as a house. And then um, I had this idea and I, I thought, well, let's do something a bit different than just, you know, just a holiday house. It is now a retreat. When you first looked at what you now own, the 13th century farmhouse, What did you see? What was going on in your brain and what were you seeing through your interior designer eyes? Well, I hated it. So (laughs) I wouldn't even get out. We had a rental car. My husband had seen it um, about four months before. Like everything, it wasn't really on the market. You know, it was, it's all of it. It's very different selling a house here. And, and, um, it's a big property, but it didn't look it at the time. And so he said, I found something. This was after years and years of looking. And he said, uh, you need to come over and, and have a look. And, and um, so I flew over and I was in the middle of production. So I wasn't very pleased. Um, and I arrived and it was 
pouring with rain. It was November and we drove into this farmyard and I wouldn't get out of the car. I, I, I said, I hate it. I hate it. You know, and, as, you know, as women do, I, you know, you dragged me all the way from Canada and da, da, da. And, and he said, you know, you stupid girl, just look at the view. Well, I couldn't see anything because it was raining so hard. And so he took me into, because these typical, they're called paderas. They're like big fortified farms. So he took me into what's now our living room, but was then the ground floor. And that's where the animals traditionally were kept. And so some pig ran past me and I was standing in rather disgusting stuff. And the windows you couldn't even see out of. And, and, and I, we went back to, we were staying in a little hotel around the corner and we went back and I, I was actually quite upset and furious because I was getting a bit tired of the search. And I said, you know, anyway, the next day the sun was out and he said, come and have another look. And the owner had done something very clever and he had met, taken a kind of cereal, breakfast cereal box, and he'd made a model. Like literally glued together that night, he must have done it. And somehow it kind of clicked in my brain because I could see the area. Because you can't, here you can't just build. You have to have what's called volume, which is a, the volume, the square meterage of a, of a property. So if you've got an old dog kennel type of thing, that all adds up. So he'd shown these three areas of, of volume, an old barn, pigsties, the main villa, which was really not a villa and I, I kind of and we bought anyway we bought it <laughs> so I could see it and of course I could see the view and the you know like my husband said you know you can do anything you want with this property um, you know design it kind of thing but you can never change that view mm -hmm. you know and it, that is what is quite incredible it's breathtaking and um, and then we bought it and about three months later the kind of the signs went up that we were under construction and it took nearly five years to do it was life-changing <laughs> yeah and, and they say the rest is history but in a way you're kind of making history forward-thinking history you are used to things from the ground up if you will so let's go back to when you first moved into television you're a self-taught interior designer how do you go from that working very in a small way to the big stage of television well, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't really an interior designer. I was um, a young mum and had married a Canadian, left England, um, kind of got pregnant, I think, on my first night of marriage. Uh, also, I told my mum anyway. Um, and, uh, and then had another baby straight after. So I had kind of what they call Irish twins. And I was in a strange country and, and it was mind-boggling. And I was like, what have I done? And there was a, a, a craze going on in the UK that literally had women especially going mad. And that was paint finishes because it, it, it made anybody with no talent at all feel that they could, um, they could, you know, sponge their walls, you know, uh, rag them, drag them, all this kind of stuff. And women went, they went crazy. You know, the husband would go out for the day and come back and the whole entire house would be sponged in like five colors. So I learned how to do it. We bought a, an old Victorian in Montreal and I learned how to do it. Anyway, long story short, um, people started asking me to do their homes. I practiced on mine and then I thought after a few years, because I 
I'd worked in television behind the scenes um, in the UK for many years. And, and I thought, well, why don't I make a video? showing people because everybody's asking me how do I do this oh my god this looks like so much fun so I made a video and I'm sure some of your listeners might have it in a drawer somewhere called <laughs> decorative paint finishes made easy <laughs> hoping they're all burnt um, and I basically uh, it, it went to number one and I sold a million copies wow. in the US and Canada and it just went it was sold in gift shops and I made seven versions of these videos and then I started to get invited on first radio shows and then television morning shows in the US and in Canada and one day a big producer who was running a network in Canada said um, have you ever thought of turning this into a TV show? A show about paint? Who would watch that? <laughs> but the specialty <laughs> channels. <laughs> but you know, the specialty channels were just beginning and they had, no, they had no stuff. They had no programs. So with a budget of $10,000, we, uh, we made the first season of The Painted House, which was atrocious, but people <laughs> loved it. They loved it and it went, it just went crazy and it was sold all over the world in about 80 countries. So it was the first decorating show in North America and it just exploded and then came other you know we did that for many 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 years and then I did facelift and then I did from the ground up and then all for one and and then the books came and then the product lines and you know and and it was it was a whirlwind so I'm not really a decorator <laughs> I faked everything and I don't decorate I don't in fact somebody was here today and said oh wow this is amazing would you take on other projects here I know a hotel being done and I said no because I I, I, I don't I, you know I, I don't want to do it I know I am good and I know what works but I I've never really done ho unless it's got a television camera, I've never really done anybody else's house as a job. There are plenty of great decorators around who I'm sure are much better than me. But, um, but I knew, but I, my, my producer's hat, which is really what I do, um, I knew what people wanted and they wanted good television. They didn't necessarily want the perfect room. What they wanted was to go, oh my God, what has she done now? And they loved watching people mess up, you know, and, and we, when we started having homeowners in it, like in Facelift, um, which was the second season se series, um, you know, you surprised the mum and, and I worked with the dad and the kids and they were funny and, and so my kind of British humour came out and, and it, it, it worked. It worked. So it wasn't about the decorating, it was about good television. Mm -hmm. And from television icon to the creator of exquisite Tuscan retreats, more with Debbie Travis in a moment. This is In Conversation with Ann Romer. Is there someone you want to learn more about? Drop us a line. Info at 1059theregion.com. Ann Romer will be right back on 1059 The Region. Welcome back to In Conversation with Ann Romer on 1059 The Region. We're back in conversation with Debbie Travis. Debbie, you mentioned that you moved into production, so very successful as a television host. Why take on extra responsibilities at two production companies, if not more? Why go to that level? 
Well, because we were successful and all these new shows were happening, we started to get asked, um, can we produce other people? And, and so our production company was an amazing team. So we did people like um, Scott McGillery, um, you know, or, you know, property. We did property, food, decorating, everything to do with lifestyle. And we still do. We, we make a lot of shows that you, you'll know. And now we do a lot of shows about crime. And um, so we were a television company. So there was my division, um, which is all my stuff, as they will. And then there was we were producing and we produce now, you know, other shows for around the world. And um, I don't get that involved because I'm too busy um, <laughs> running this, this monster in Italy. <laughs> and, and, you know, and I love it. I love it with every core of my being. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, I ca and I kind of walked. I, I felt after kind of really over 20 years, um, on on the front of the camera, I, I just was I wasn't excited anymore, and there were so many shows that were similar, just the same. And and I I I'm I'm slightly attention deficit. I move very fast. I think very fast, and I was starting to get bored. And and I felt you know what this I need to move on now. Um, and so I still go back and I do the morning shows and I love them and, and I go on other people's shows and I love it and I get, you know, offered to do quite a lot of things, but, you know, I don't have the time to go into full production of my, of my stuff now. So, you know, I'm putting toilet rolls in people's rooms at the moment. <laughs> we'd <laughs> Very like, glamorous. We'd like to come and help you do that. <laughs> so, oh, so who is Debbie Travis now in Tuscany? Well, I had to, you know, when I was looking for the property, um, one of the things that started to worry me, because this is, a, you know, a lot of people dream about, you know, moving to the Caribbean, moving to a beach somewhere, moving to, but it is a lifestyle change. And I didn't want to just be an expat and then depend on guests coming out to see me and, or guests meaning family. Um, or, you know, the kids and, and, and you know, I, I was frightened of being lonely. And so I thought, well, the property was much, much bigger than we ever anticipated. So, we, you know, we had 14 bedrooms and I thought, well, you know, I don't need 14 bedrooms. And, I, and also I felt so good. And there was something about the lifestyle that I felt people would say, oh my God, you look 20 years younger than you did last time I saw you. And I was thinking, what's going on? You know, what, what is it about this? And then I thought, why don't I share it? Mm. So in 2009, while, in fact, before we'd even found this property, I rented a villa to try it out. And I invited um, I put the word out there and by the next day there were 18 women and I could have put women in a, you know, in a dog, dog box because they didn't care. It was about the camaraderie of people coming together, that people feeling safe to come alone um, and it was life changing. And so we found our property the following year, we started renovating. As I said, it took many years. And then in 2015, uh, we started to do about 10 of these uh, retreats a year. And, and then we've moved on to, we even have couples now, and we have gourmet weeks and car rally weeks. And, but, the, but the core are these girls' getaways, because it, for women, 
it's a reason to kind of say, you know what, I I need I need time for myself now. I need to uh, I, I I need to reboot and and so we have nutritionalists and massage and hiking and biking and so much walking and talking you know they um they love to chat and and we have a yoga teacher here and she says i have never taught a a yoga class where people never shut up you know it's like we're in downward dog and people are like how many kids have you got (laughs) so so it's about where women can come without being judged they can come with a friend they can come with a a mum or a daughter they can they can come alone and um they eat well they drink well they drink a lot, I have to say, <laughs> um, and it's all inclusive, so they don't have to worry about anything. And 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 what happens is your mind begins to clear, because you're not worrying about what you're making for dinner, the supermarket, the kids, the, the job, all this stuff that takes up our whole lives. So then your mind starts to 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 clear up and you start thinking, oh, I could do this and I could do that and my next chapter, where I want to go with this. And and it became magical and I love it. I just love it. And I see these, these women arrive all together. We pick them up in Rome and some of them fall to their knees because they see this view and they know something maybe they've had on their fridge for two years that they want to come. They, it's all come true and it's, it's even grander and more beautiful and, and, and breathtaking than it is in photos. And, and they know that this week is going to be a shift in their lives. How have you had to pivot through this pandemic? What changes have you made? What have you had to pull in? What have you had to pull out? Well, the, the pandemic is, well, first of all, all we did was, you know, I, for me, this time, you know, well, last year when it all hit, I was like, oh, it's only going to be a few weeks, it'll be fine. And we had a full year booked. And then bit by bit, we started cancelling. And, you know, everybody gets 100% of what they've paid back, you know, and, and we just, and you said, oh, well, maybe September's going to be fine. September wasn't fine. And we have people from all over the world. We have Australians, South Africans. They're going nowhere, you know, and Canadians and Americans and, you know, a few Brits, um, Belgians. And so we said, look, everybody was in the boat together. And I, I had women sobbing on the phone going, but I, oh, I really want to come, oh. and, you know, and, and I'm like, well, we have to be safe. So, you know what, it's going to happen. And, and then, of course, it, they rolled over to this year. And, of course, all this spring has been canceled. But we do have... Um, two retreats on um, at the end of September and end of October. So we're hoping everybody's just bated breath and, and it's looking good. It's looking good. But for me, um, it was actually rather nice because, first of all, I'm very, very lucky to to be in such a beautiful surrounding. I mean, lockdown, quarantine, it doesn't really mean much. I've got, there's 100 acres here, so I, can, I don't see anybody. Um, and also, it was the first time since we'd opened in 2015 that we could have this as our home. And, you know, it's my swimming pool you know, my hammocks, my, you know, and we were like a a young married couple (laughs) for the first time. We actually enjoyed each other's company. I won't, I'm not 100% sure he'd say the same thing, but uh, (laughs) but we, 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 we potted about and there's a lot, when you've got a 
big piece of land. There is a lot of work to do. And, um, you know, and we kept on a couple of people and, and furloughed people and did what we could. But there's work, you know, there's always work to do. And throughout the winter, we're always busy anyway, you know, getting things ready. Um, so, you know, it was hard not seeing my kids. You know, that was terrible and my son got married yesterday in Toronto oh. and it, it was the happiest and worst day of my life you know because we couldn't be there oh. and so it was done on that goddamn zoom which I'm beginning to hate <laughs> um, with with family all over the world and there was nothing we could he just wanted he's, he, he said I just want to get married and so we said okay mm. okay <laughs> you know and and you know I everybody's got a horrid story and and you know, we just have to stay healthy and alive. Um, and, and we've all sacrificed, whether you're a toddler or you're, you know, you're older. It's, it's been hard, but, but there are silver linings, I think. And, and when we all start traveling again, um, it's going to be, I think we're going to go crazy. <laughs> I know you and we're, are. <laughs> we're, we're filling up for next year. We, we're, we're getting applications every single day and you know and if, if for some reason people can't come then we just you know we refund everything and, and we have to but I think next year will be fantastic I really do and um, we'll party very very hard oh if, like it's 1982 or whatever that song 92 I'm not sure I'm too <laughs> exactly. young to know those things of course mm -hmm. <laughs> so exactly Debbie is it fair to say that this new life of yours, and, and you offer such amazing retreats, as you mentioned, the Tuscan Girls Getaway, Celebrity Cooking Retreat, the exclusive B&B Experience, the Tommy Smythe Design Food and Wine Retreat, Tuscan Gourmet yes. Retreat, love that, Tommy Smythe, uh, the Tuscan Wellness Retreat, the Classic Car Rally, as you touched on, Find Your Creative Glow Workshop. Is it fair to say, Debbie, that through all of this, you have found peace and a new purpose? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I'm, I'm fascinated by purpose because when we don't have a purpose, we feel dead inside, you know, and a purpose could be, you know, I'm going to finish tidying that drawer out today. A purpose could be I'm going to ring my best friend from 40 years ago and catch up. And, you know, we've, we've all been shaken to our core over this last year. So, what we're dying for is purpose. What is our purpose? And, and I've, it's not that I, I still love the television industry, but I, was, I didn't have as much purpose. I, you know, I didn't wake up going, oh my God, I can't wait to get on the set. Now I wake up and I look at this view and I, and I know people are dreaming of coming here and my job is to give them a week that they'll never forget that they will, they feel special because you see, I know what it's like to be a hardworking woman. I know what it's like to have life's challenges thrown at you. I, I, I know all that. I'm a woman. You know, <laughs> we're all the same. So I know what they want. And I have traveled nonstop during my career and stayed in pretty revolting hotels, you know, and being alone and where do you eat, 
you know, you go into a restaurant and, and, you know, you're a single woman, so you're treated differently. And I thought, well, what if I create something where people are safe, they're with 18 other women, they can make new friends, um, they can be part of the crowd, or they can be quiet. And, And I designed every suite so it has its own private garden so you've got your own suite and you come out and there's your garden you know and you can be quiet and have a cup of coffee you can invite a new friend over or you can be part of the crazy milieu of what's going on around you and it's the attention to detail and that's what everybody says who's who've been here is that I've done it because it's not designed like a hotel. It is a hotel, but it's designed for each and every individual woman, whether you're 28 or you're 68. It doesn't matter. It's designed for you to to feel special, to feel um, that, that somebody cares about you and we're your mummies for a week. That's what we say to them. And believe me, they all, they all behave like 14 year old girls within 24 hours, uh, dancing on the beds and things, you know, and, and you can, you can feel the tension disappearing into the air and, and they dance and they laugh and, you know, there's a lot of clinking of bottles under the beds and, you know, it's, it's like going to camp. And you know, the best way to describe it, it's girls night out, but for a whole week. So when you go on girls night out, you think, why don't we do this all the time? That was so much fun. You know, we were licking the dessert plates. We were laughing. <laughs> we drank too much. We all catching up. And, but, but then it takes you another year to get the group together again. And so uh, this is a girls' night out for a week. Love it. So lifestyle pioneer Debbie Travis, you have found a new way of life, a new purpose. It's in Tuscany. How can people find you and find out about this? Oh, it's it's easy. Just you can Google Debbie Travis in Tuscany. You can go to my website, uh, which is DebbieTravis.com. But we have a special website called Tuscan Getaway. Debbie Travis Tuscan Retreats, I want to thank you for sharing this dream with us and for giving us a glimpse into your incredible life so far. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Follow In Conversation with Ann Romer on Twitter at 1059 The Region. This is 1059 The Region.